What is up, everybody? Please do not mind the setup. Um, I got in very late last night from Seattle. Um, I had a quick last-minute trip out there to go work with um, the Tiger Belly guys, which was really fun. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, it was a sort of a last-minute thing. Wasn't really expecting it, but very fun time. Um, but yeah, I do, you know, we had a, my favorite fighter fought last week. Um, and then we have a, a fight card this weekend. Both the fight cards weren't aren't really stacked that much. So for me, you know, especially like if you're not a hardcore, they don't really like, you know, tickle. What is it? Tickle your feathers or whatever the hell that saying is. Um, but, you know, there is still some good fights. And like last weekend, I didn't really talk about all of them. And I'll do the same this weekend, but there is a couple of fights that I think that are important and that are actually really good. Um, but last week, I mean, what did I say? What did I say? Uh, Zombie was talking all that mess about how Max didn't have knockout power, and I felt like, I was like, man, I feel like Max is going to come in here and try and be like, all right, I don't got knockout power, check this out. And I feel like I just couldn't have been more right. Like, I mean, it looked like Max was punching with some oomph, and he did. I mean, walk off knockout. I don't think I don't think Max I don't think Max has ever had that. I feel like he's always had TKOs. I don't even think he's ever just had like a straight up clean like knockout knockout like that. So that was fun. That was really cool. It was really cool, you know, to see everybody getting behind Korean Zombie. Like at the end, when his song was singing or when his song was playing, everybody was singing for him. Like that shit's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I couldn't have been more happy for Max. The issue is now it's like, all right, like what do we do now though? Because even Dana was talking about not doing the fourth fight with Volk, and it's like, so what does he do then? Like he's just beating literally every contender, and if he just keeps beating every contender, like. Like, already at this point, if he was in any other person's shoes, he would have had another title fight, right? Because he beat, like, Arnold Allen. He beat all these people. He beat Yair. He beat he beat literally everybody. Like, that's there. And I saw some crazy thing saying last time he lost the fight to someone not named Alexander Volkanovsky, like someone else on the card, Aaron Blanchfield, she was 14. Like, that's the last time he lost, so... That is wild, but shout out to Max. I don't know what's next, honestly. Like, at, at best case scenario for him is if Volk goes up to fifty-five indefinitely, you know. Um, but I don't think he's going to right now. I mean, I feel like he should because he had such a close fight with Islam, and I think that he could actually be really competitive with those guys at fifty-five because of his strength, his his lower base, and just how skilled he is i think he would surprise a lot of people and do very well at 45 or 55 um max i would love to see at 55 but i want to i would want to see him put on a little bit more size because we did see that <sighs> wow oh my god just a random yawn in the middle of all that huh um when he fought dustin he was a little undersized even though he that fight was really good and people act like you know it like Dustin just went in there and just beat the fuck out of Max. That's not what happened. Like that was actually a cool, close, fun fight. Um, 
but yeah anyways uh yeah i don't know it, it's a he max is like in a, a weird position almost because it's like what what's next just more contenders. He just gets to beat all the contenders. The only way that these people get fights for the title is they have to go beat somebody else. Like, they put these guys against Max because they want them to have a title fight and they lose. So, um, yeah, who knows? But shout out my boy Max, bro. I was so hyped on that way and I, I couldn't have been more excited. Um, the other fight was uh, the big fight that I thought was um, Aaron Blanchfield. Uh that was she had a, a uh, it was a fun fight right it was a close fight but she didn't I think everybody was used to her just like kind of wiping everybody out but you gotta remember Talia Santos she is the one that gave uh, Bullet her first fight where we were like yo Valentina might have lost this one you know like obviously she's very good she's very strong as we saw it was hard to take her down. Um, but Aaron Blanchfield still passed the test. She still won. Um, I think she's really good, man. And obviously, I do think she's ready for a title shot. We'll see how this Grosso and Valentina fight plays out. You know, everybody's, all these fighters, you know, Valentina had to just been so dominant for so long. And she is getting, you know, she's not old, but she is getting older. And, you know, these new, young up-and-comers, eventually at some point, you know, a time was going to come where some someone's going to win or you never know when that, you know, father of time where it's just not her time anymore. And it could be now. You never know. Alexa Grasso did good in their last fight and she finished her by submission. We have to see what happens here. But Blanchfield is one of those new up and comers that's literally just good everywhere. And uh, I would like to see her fight you know, the champ, whoever the champ is, but it would be cool to see her fight Valentina just to see Valentina is still kind of that old guard, old school, um, at least in the women's, in women's MMA, right? And then Aaron Blanchfield's obviously that super young, new school MMA style. So it would be cool to see that, but also it would be cool to see Blanchfield versus Grasso because Grasso likes to, you know, use a lot of her grappling as well, too, even though her striking's good. And then you got Blanchfield, who's a grappler primarily. But she's very aggressive with her striking. She's good. She does these little foot footwork. She does this footwork where she like, she'll step off to the side. And uh, she's she's really good. So I'm excited for that. But other than that, it was a fun fight card. Uh, I mean, if you watched all of it, you're absolutely, oh, my God, y'all saw that? Absolutely wild, especially if you're in L.A., or California because the fight started like at two. I had to set an alarm to wake up for that one because I didn't want to miss Max's fight. So I set an alarm at 5 a.m., woke up, probably saw just like chunks and bits of some fights because I kept falling asleep. But when Max's fight was coming out, I stayed up. But yeah, anyways, we got Cyril gone versus Sergey Spivak today. And this is this is honestly like a cool fight. Um, you know, Spivak is on a little win streak. Um, he he's wrestling and dominating people. Um, he's doing his thing. He he had I think he had like a tough go when he first came around, but then he started winning. He beat like his first big win was Ty. That was that wasn't Ty of right now. It was Ty back in the day when Ty was you know a little bit on a losing streak. Um. 
I think uh, a couple, you know, when this fight first got announced, I was like, oh, Spivak's going to take that, man. They're really trying to get Cyril gone out of here. Like, not out of here, but I don't know. That felt like, you know, I felt kind of weird about it. But this is why Cyril gone is going to be Sergei Spivak. I was looking at the records. You got to look at who have they fought. Cyril Gaon has fought a lot of people, almost everybody in this division, right? He fought John Jones, even though he lost, but that's still you're fighting John Jones. He fought Ty, he fought Nganu, Derek Lewis, Volkov, uh, Rosenstroke, or, uh, 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 Junior Dos Santos, sorry. Bozer, who was also very good at the time. That's his strength of schedule. Let's look at Sergey. And granted, all these fighters are good, right? But this is his most recent one was Lewis, right? Who we have seen, like, if you do enough pressure on Lewis, you could beat him. Sakai, um, Greg Hardy, he fought Aspinall but lost, obviously. Olenek back in the day, and Vendera. When you look at those strength of schedules, I mean, there's no way you don't say that Sirogan is has done more and has fought higher talented people, right? Um, I just think, you know, even me, I fell into it. We saw John Jones go in there and kind of just out-wrestle and just destroy Cyril Gaon. But that's John Jones, and he's going to do that to all the heavyweights. Um, but Cyril Gaon, his striking, his speed for being heavyweight, for being two, uh, you know, over like two, almost two hundred and sixty pounds. For being six four, how long he is the amazing striker he is the distance he gets to keep the teep kicks that he throws. His striking, he is very strong. He does have decent takedown defense. Um, I just don't see how Sergey is going to be better than that. Honestly, he could. Don't get me wrong. He definitely could. This is a big step up for him. I think this is one of those guys that landed a, a fight when Derek Lewis was higher ranked and beat Derek Lewis, and now he's jumping into, you know, number one. And uh, I just don't know if he has the skill set as of right now to beat Cyril Gaon. I think Cyril Gaon is smarter, and I honestly think the striking is just going to play such a big factor in this. Because Cyril Gunn, I think, is going to be able to keep his distance and not get taken down. And honestly, I think Cyril Gunn, he's he's fighting, you know, basically at home, Paris, France. And I think he's going to try and show out. He lost his last fight. It was quick. You know, it probably was a little bit embarrassing for him. So I think he's coming to show out, do work. And I think we're going to see him finish Sergey Spivak within three rounds. Good fight. Um, and then we got John Jones Stipe in November, most likely, or December, I think it is. And I think whoever wins that fight and whoever loses that fight retires. So I don't know if we're going to see those guys really fighting that much anyways. But um, I think Tom Aspinall is going to be up there for a title here soon. And, you know, he might be against Cyril Gaon. And I feel like that fight will be very, very cool. All right. There is a lot of, there's good fights on here. Like I said, there's nothing really that like anybody is, you know, crazy for, I should say. Like there's nothing where the big names, but 
The last one that I really do want to talk about, obviously, is Rose Namajunas versus Manon Fiot. Rose coming back. And what's cool about this, I totally forgot about this, is she's coming up to flyweight, which is 125. Normally, she fights 115. So um, she's coming back off of that Carla fight. And, you know, I think she was almost saying that she was done after the Carla fight, that she wanted to retire. She was done with it. Um, I'm excited to see. I've always been a fan of Rose. Always, always, always. And um, it sucks because I don't think she should have lost that title in that Carla fight. It is kind of crazy that how that fight went, right? And she even talked about it just recently saying, like, it was the most boring fight ever. Um, and it just sucked because like she lost because Carla did land like a takedown or whatever. Like, I don't know. It sucks because Rose is so good. And every, I feel like every time she gets the title, she just can't keep it. And it's just some freak weird thing. Like the Jessica Andrade, she got slammed on top of her head and she was beating up Andrade like bad in that fight. Um, and then the Carla fight. Oops. And then the Carla fight, like, you're like, okay, well, that's kind of what just happened right now. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Menon Fiort, she's really good. She has, like, this, like, tall, like, striking stance. Um, I don't know. It felt like she was kind of talking shit about Rose. I, I was watching the press conference, and I was like, Almost like she's going to be shocked on these girls at this weight class and stuff like that. I was like, ah, I think, I mean, you have to be confident, right? But um, I I do wonder, though, that she does kind of have a point. I wonder how much the cuts were for Rose. From the TV, right, I haven't ever seen Rose in person. So she never really looked, like, huge at the weight class. She was taller than a lot of the girls, but... um. Not by not by that much, and it wasn't like she was. It, she didn't look like a Pieta eighty five. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, but she did look thicker, which means you know she's probably more dense. She's probably gonna feel a lot stronger. Her grappling's really good, and her striking, her striking has to be some of the best. You know, she went toe and toe with Yuana. She went toe and toe with Weili Zhang. She even knocked Weili out and Yuana out. So, I think they're kind of she might be uh, underplaying Rose. And that's probably going to ro- work into Rose's favor because she's probably thinking she's going to come in here and just like, quote unquote, manhandle Rose. Right. And I don't know if that's the uh, the case. So um, I think. I think we're going to see Rose win a decision. This other girl's pretty tough, but I think Rose is going to come in and kind of show off why she's one of the greatest in the world. And uh, kind of do her thing out there in Paris, France. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, other than that, man, like I said, guys, the the fight card this week is a little little weak. Um, in the sense of like, if you want to go off big names, like Tiago Moy Moes Moses, I forget how he says it, versus Benot Saint Denis. See, some of these names are so hard for me to say, and it's early, so I'm like. Yeah. But that's a good fight. Volkan Uzdemir is fighting this guy. I don't know who this guy is, but that face-off was pretty intense. But Volkan Uzdemir, you know, I don't know if y'all remember, he had a good little run at light heavyweight at one point, was knocking everybody out, did the no-time thing, then started losing and couldn't get a knockout. 
ever. So hopefully he can get back on his on his winning ways. Um, this one, Farid Basrat versus Clydeson Rod- Rodriguez. This is actually a really good fight. These guys are really good. Um, they're both young and up-and-comers. So that's a really good fight. If you're watching early, that's a good fight to watch. And then shout-out to Jacqueline. She trains with Jason Park. I don't really know her that much or anything like that. But Jason Park's a homie of the shop. So, you know, you got to support your homies' fighters. But, yeah, other than that, guys, good fight card. Um, please make sure you like, comment, subscribe, uh, and share and tell people, you know, send the link, whatever like that. We're trying to grow this thing. So all help and all love is appreciated. Um, but, yeah, we have a couple of big fights coming up here in, in the future and pay-per-views and stuff like that, like Sean Strickland, Israel. All those are coming up, man. So, you know, if you're if you're here and you like to watch the fight game and because, of like, the big names and stuff, I know these last couple of weeks have kind of been a little rough for you, but we got some good stuff coming up. And just sit there and watch these cards because you'd be surprised on how many good fighters are actually in the UFC. I watch almost every single card. The only one that I didn't really fully watch at least live was last week's. I did watch Max fight live, but then I just went back and watched the other fights later on in the day because I was, you know, it was so early. But, yeah, thank you again. Like, comment, subscribe. Go buy some super rare stuff online. Send it to yourself. And, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. We out.